Hello, this podcast is brought to you by Airs on Air, global mobility inspired thinking. This episode is the fifth in a series on the topic of immigration as it relates to global mobility. Our host is Diana McKeaton, Airs Manager of U.S. Immigration Services. Our guest is Laborless CEO Roman Zelichenko. I'm Sheila McKell. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy this episode of Airs on Air. Hi, Roman. Thank you so much for joining me today. We're here to talk about Laborless. Um, so, Airs has joined with Laborless to help provide some additional LCA compliance support. So I'll hand it over to you, Roman, to tell us all about Laborless, why you started it, and why it's so great. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for having me, Diana. And um, I'm, I am very excited to be working together with Airs, you know, and helping you guys um, provide additional compliance support to your clients. So why I started Laborless, so I was an immigration lawyer, um, and, you know, I was working on high volume H-1B visas, and, you know, part of the support that we provided to our clients uh, was uh, LCA compliance, right? Labor condition application. You file it with the Department of Labor. You send them kind of posting notice information. There's a public access file, um, all that kind of stuff. And it was such a manual process. Uh, and, and, you know, there are literally hundreds of thousands of these filed each year and posted each year. Um, and, and I looked around the landscape and I thought, you know, we're working with such cool tech startups. There are clients. We're helping them get H-1B workers and, and others into the country, uh, yet our industry is still kind of, you know, pretty behind, uh, if you will, from a technology standpoint. And, you know, I, I, I thought that there are these great case management and other types of platforms, but no one was really focusing on LCA compliance, on, on automating this, you know, ability to post LCA notices and compile public access files and really uh, create a digital ecosystem for this whole process. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, the idea kind of was born out of uh, out of that, and and I took a few years off from being an attorney, and worked in in a big fintech company here in New York City, just to kind of you know I was a lawyer, I've never run a tech company, you know, or even worked out one really. So I took a few years to kind of learn the ropes, um, and then we launched Laborless officially in March or early 2018. Um, so you know the nexus of it was this idea that I want to bring more automation and streamlining to the uh, immigration process and specifically here to the H-1B compliance process. Um, what, what Laborless does is, you know, we really enable companies of all sizes, uh, you know, whether you do two H-1Bs a year and therefore, you know, post uh, two LCAs and create two public access files or 2000, um, we give companies the ability to have, you know, an automatic online LCA posting bulletin um, and, you know, compile the public access file automatically and we enable them to post it and take things, take the LCA down, uh, you know, kind of with the click of a button um, and, and just really streamline the whole process. I know that for a lot of companies, there's typically a lot of back and forth emails. And of course, with, you know, the, I guess I can say old school way of doing it, you print out the form, you post it in the office, and then you have to kind of set a calendar reminder for 10 days or 15 days later um, and, and kind of, you know, deal with that and then create this folder and then have the folder in your office somewhere. It's just a lot of work. There's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot more, you know, opportunity to forget or human error, things like that. Um, and so, yeah, bringing digitization to that process has been, has been the goal. I love that story. I always feel like 
whenever you hear about a new technology solution, it's always born out of someone seeing the need themselves and saying, you know, why aren't, why don't we just create the solution ourselves? It's the biggest pain point ever. Um, so I've definitely heard all those same pain points, all those additional steps um, from the clients that we serve. Uh, so we have been really glad to implement this process for some of our clients and they've definitely seen the benefits. Um, could you just briefly tell me about, you know, when an LCA posting is required, you know, what specific visas um, require this, and then also what that public access file um, requirement is? Yeah, sure. So uh, basically, any company that files for uh, an H-1B worker or an H-1B-1 or an E-3, uh, which is a much smaller pool, typically when I say H-1B, I include those two as well. Um, you know, they have to, in parallel to the H-1B visa application process that goes to USCIS, they have to make some kind of wage determinations to the Department of Labor, right? And the way they do that is through the labor condition application. So you submit this form to the DOL and you attest to like how much you're going to pay this person, where they're going to be working, how long they're going to be working for, um, what their job title is going to be, et cetera. Um, but you also, there's this secondary kind of parallel process where while sort of the DOL is looking at that form and looking at whether or not, you know, you're paying the correct wages and things like that, you're supposed to notify the workers at, the company is supposed to notify the workers at the work site where this individual is going to be working um, with some, basically this same information. You know, the idea is to say, look, existing company workers, we are looking to hire, um, or I guess for an H-1B extension, it, you know, continue to employ, but we're looking to hire a foreign national. Um, you don't have to say who, what the person's name is. It's, you know, kind of the non, there's no PI either, but it's a person that's going to be, you know, coming in as, let's just say a software engineer in our Chicago office. Um, and they're going to be making, you know, this amount of money. Um, and they're going to be here for sort of these two to three years, um, uh, to, to work here. And so the idea is transparency, right? You're trying to kind of just notify your work, your current uh, you know, workforce. And obviously part of that is so that, uh, you know, employees have an opportunity to see those data points. And, you know, if they have any questions, they can go to HR, they can, you know, there's opportunities to go to Department of Labor if they think that there are any violations. Obviously, the vast majority of companies do not have violations and are, you know, following all the rules. But, you know, it's, it's a requirement for purposes of compliance. So it, we want to make sure that companies are paying fair wages and everyone knows um, what's, you know, who's being hired. Uh, so, so, you know, that's sort of the purpose. The public access file um, is basically the way that I look at it from a, you know, from a laborless standpoint is it's kind of like where this LCA posting, right? Where I said before it was a form that was printed um, and was posted on uh, uh, in a bulletin board or wherever at the office. Once that form is taken down, right? It then has to be put into a folder or public access file, public access folder. Um, and it's basically supposed to live for another three to four years, um, just in case the company is audited or, you know, by the Department of Labor or actually by technically anybody coming off the street, you know, they can come in and say, hey, I want to see your kind of H-1B compliance docs. I want to see your public access files. It very rarely happens from a, you know, public citizen, the DOL does audit, you know, organizations. Um, that's, you know, that certainly happens. And so the idea is you need to have these public access files, you know, in, in a certain 
place where, you know, it has to be up to date, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, it's not the, the compliance process is not just that initial posting and notifying of the workers. It's also holding on to this public access file and having it be readily available. And, you know, if the DOL comes in, they might say we want to see all of them or they might say we want to see one that is tied to a particular worker or anything in between. Um, and, you know, the company is supposed to be able to procure that. Um, so the idea behind Laborless was to create, again, a digital way of complying with the posting process and then also store, you know, creating and storing and managing these public access files digitally um, so that you don't have to rummage through, you know, thousands of pieces of paper and folder, manila folders and, and all that fun stuff that we associate legal departments with. Yes. And in my experience, you know, it's one thing to ask a mobility professional at a company to go ahead and post this LCA. And then it, it's another thing than all the steps that come with it. And I find that those are those tend to be the most burdensome. It's already inconvenient to have to post things uh, manually, go to the office, post it in the break room and all of that. Um, but really, I, I see clients really struggling with that, that path process where not only now do they have to take it down after a certain amount of days, the LCA, I mean, um, but now they also have to update that public access file with the signed certified LCA. They have to make sure the employee confirms that they received their LCA, you know, and then they have to house all of those documents. Usually the way that many companies have been doing it is they have just a random box full of papers where they just shove those papers in them and, you know, um, I've had some clients that do cleanups once a year and they just, they don't even know what they're looking at or how long they're supposed to keep it. And they find they have LCAs for employees, um, that were long gone from the company, um, you know, many, many years. Uh, so the, the process becomes very cluttered. So that's kind of where I've seen, um, the greatest feedback. So I think, you know, I wanted to touch on, some of my favorite things about Laborless, you know, now working with you for several months, um, all the feedback that I have received, uh, my sort of favorite things. Um, the, the top one would be that the process of the path creation is automatically created for the client. So as soon as that LCA is added to Laborless, um, you've got your path already started. Um, and then once the LCA is certified and signed, the law firm is able to just upload it with it and then you've got your path completed. So the, the client, the mobility professional or the HR professional doesn't have to go back in and do anything or keep track of anything really. Um, the law firm who's already doing this anyway as part of their job just finalizes that process and Laborless also has a mechanism to then track. So, you know, if you have to maintain these records for three, four years, you can put a stop date for that. Um, so it basically takes care of that whole burdensome process and you, you barely have to lift a finger. So I, I love that and the clients have loved that. Um, another thing that I really have enjoyed is the auto takedown. So, uh, you know, previously we would give instructions, you know, post this LCA for 10 days, then take it down on the 10th day. Um, many times we would send a reminder, but usually 15, 20 days later, then clients were finally getting around to taking it down. With Laborless, there's no guesswork. You can set exactly how many days are required and it's automatically taken down, which has just been really helpful. And then lastly, which is more related to COVID with the influx of remote workers, um, we've seen this 
this kind of silly requirement for remote workers to post LCAs in their kitchen, in their living room. And so clients that aren't using labor lists and still have this manual process, um, we're having to send those employees this instruction, please print this, um, you know, this posting, this LCA posting in a con in inconspicuous location. And sometimes the people respond and they're, they ask their HR to confirm, like, is this a legitimate email or should I send this to spam? You know, <laughs> like, no, this is legitimate. This is just a really wacky requirement. Um, and with labor lists, you don't have to do that. So um, labor list fulfills that requirement um, through its its own, you know, software mechanism and the way that the LCA is visible. So that's been really nice for those companies that are using labor lists. We don't have to send any of those odd requests. You know, hearing that is just music to my ears in part because, you know, with work from home is not going anywhere. Folks are going to continue to, to work remotely and, you know, not to like go too deep into the nerdy side of, you know, the, the, the why behind the policy, but if the idea is to inform, you know, other employees, right, uh, that the company is intending to hire a foreign national, the reason that the regulations were written to say at the work site is because the assumption was that this person who's coming in, you know, who's a foreign national is going to be walking into an office building, you know, going sitting at a desk with like their other 10, 50, 100 coworkers, and those are the coworkers that need to be notified that this person is coming to, to work at the company. That's why the regulations say at the work site. Now, if someone's working at home, right? If you're gonna be a lawyer, you're gonna be like, well, technically the work site is the person's home address because that is literally the site where they're working. Uh, but then if you stay, take a step back and you look at the regulations, the point of this was not to notify your dog and your spouse that you're now working at a new company. Like. The point is for the, for the other workers who are, by the way, now probably also working from home, right? If this is sort of like a, a job where you can work from home. Um, and so it's, it's you know, I get it. And that's sort of this weird gray area that, you know, we the regulations couldn't have foreseen, you know, especially in COVID accelerated things so quickly that government can't catch up and clean up all the regs. And, and I get that. It's not a criticism. It's just when you look at, you know, to your point, this kind of silly reality that we found ourselves with by companies doing um, uh, using a tool like Laborless and, and posting LCAs electronically, um, they are, I would argue, more so compliant with the regs, like, or at least with the spirit of the law, um, in addition to all the benefits of like, it's faster, you know, it's automated, they don't have to deal with it, et cetera. And, and I, I feel good about that. Maybe no one cares, like maybe clients say, look, you know, as long as we're abiding by the law, you know, technically, you know, whether or not we're for furthering the spirit of the law is, is not as important to us. Um, and I understand that because business is business. I'm thinking from a theoretical perspective, but it, it's nice to know that you're also kind of doing the right thing while also, you know, while at the same time making things easier. Um, so yeah, thanks for I, sharing that. Yeah, of course. It's my pleasure. And I, I find that a lot of companies are really concerned about their LCA postings and their path process, but they don't really know what the solution is. You know, they're overwhelmed with the process. It's, you know, they have all of their regular duties they have to take. And then in addition to all of those, now they have to worry about this compliance process, which in the rare case of an audit could present some challenges. So I find that, you know, we keep hearing that they have concerns, but until now we really didn't have a straightforward solution like okay look this is exactly what we can do and these problems 
you know, more or less go away. Um, you know, even with your tool, we can even upload historical paths. So um, if, if a client would like to do that, that is an offering um, that you will have. So that's very exciting for us as well. So any, any companies that aren't, aren't sure maybe where their paths are, um, this is something that they can use to tackle that problem as well. And as we go one into, go ahead. I was just going to say one thing that I want to point out um, is uh, that like we, so we specifically focus on the LCA. We have had a, some questions. You may have had questions too from folks about whether or not this also relates to perm postings. Um, at the moment, LaborList doesn't cover perm postings, but it's something that we've explored for, for some time. Um, you know, we're always interested in, in looking at automation you know, more automation in, within the immigration process, especially, you know, we're kind of in the DOL side of things. There's a lot of tech out there for the USCIS, the forms, the actual immigration application, not all that much around the compliance part. So I just wanted to, you know, in case folks are listening and might have questions and think, okay, great for LCAs, but what about for the PERM, for the green card? Um, LaborList doesn't do that, not yet. So if anyone's listening and has like, you know, they're like, this is, I have an idea, it should be built this way. You know, if that's the case, please reach out to me and I'd love to, I'd love to talk about that for sure. That's a great point. Um, you know, keep us posted. I would love to see a solution for that too. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be excited to see how else LaborList grows and how you expand. I'm sure you're always thinking of all kinds of new ideas. Um, so as we enter in now H1B cap season, the lottery season, um, I'm really excited after this partnership with LaborList to really see how this benefits our clients. So many clients, um, you know, there's, there's, all, there's a wide spectrum. There's clients that have H-1B renewals and extensions and new H-1B transfers that they're working on all year long. There's also a subsect of companies who the, the, when the time that they have the most H-1B filings is around the lottery season. And so maybe this isn't, um, the LCA issue isn't a pressing issue all year round, but when it comes H-1B time, when they filed 20 lotteries and maybe half were selected, now they're kind of struggling. Um, there's a lot to be done to kind of catch up with all of the compliance things. So I'm really excited, especially for those clients, to see how much time LaborList can save them. Have you in particular heard any feedback about the H-1B cap process? You know, did you have that in mind when you, when you created it as well? A hundred percent. I mean, listen, as an attorney, I was dealing with the LCA posting instruct, you know, sending the instructions uh, and then also handling the path for, for my clients. Um, and I'm not going to lie. Sometimes things got backed up and you're, you know, at the end of the week, you have, you know, 50 public access files you have to get to. And it's just, you know, not what I wanted to be spending my time on, to be honest with you. And I don't know that anybody does want to spend their time on it. Um, so I think with the volume, you know, cap season is already crazy. You know, it's like our, our tax season, quote unquote. Um, and so I, in my view, just generally anything that makes the process easier and faster is already a win. And just, you know, to be able to take um, folks's uh, attention elsewhere with the registration process as it is, you know, there are a couple, there, there's another version of this. Um, I think when the H1B registration tool rolled out, we didn't know how it was going to go. Like the industry didn't know. Um, and to be fair, I don't practice anymore, but you know, I talked to so many immigration lawyers and 
and in-house folks that I just, I'm still, I have my finger very much on the pulse of, of how it is. And I remember that first year, a lot of people still kind of, they, you know, even though they put in the registration um, or they registered the names of their potential workers, they still file their LCAs and in many cases put together entire petitions um, kind of in the traditional way, right? Where, and then waited for the lottery to, to actually go through. I think by year two, less companies, fewer companies did that and said, okay, let's just do the registration. If any of our um, registrations are chosen, then we'll move forward with the application process because, you know, they, you do get a few months to do that. Um, in the first instance, because folks are putting together their entire process, they had to do all the LCAs in, in advance, right? So in, in, at that time, something like Laborless is really, really helpful because, you know, you have to get these dozens or maybe hundreds or even thousands, right, depending on the size of LCAs posted um, before, let's say, April 1 or, or March 31st. Um, so if companies are still doing that, and I think some probably are just to kind of cover their bases or whatnot, um, you know, Laborless could be great because it saves them from having to deal with that in addition to just putting together you know, the, the petitions are at the very least, you know, going through the hiring process and collecting even the basic information from their H-1B prospective employees. Um, it's, just, you know, it's just all a headache. And, and by the way, I, I, this isn't all about the paperwork. Like immigration is a stressful time. It's an emotional time for the folks, especially if they're just coming into the U.S. or, you know, they're like on an F-1 or some other status and, and they're really banking on the H-1B working out. You know, I recognize this, and, and by the way, this was my favorite part of being an attorney when I was practicing. I recognize that there's a lot of time that we spend just talking to these folks and like explaining and re-explaining and like assuring them that we're doing what we can, but also reminding them that the government sometimes takes a while or like can make a mistake or, or whatever. There's a really big human element to it. Um, and, and, and A, that isn't lost on me. And I think B, now more than ever, it's probably super important because border closures and COVID and like all these other layers on top of a relatively inefficient system. Um, and so I always think about like, focus on that, whether you're an attorney or you're in-house or, you know, your heirs where you sit in between companies and immigration law firms and you interact with the transferees. If you have human touch points, like from my perspective, focus as much energy on that as possible and as little energy on the administrative side uh, which means, you know, technology, technology, technology. Um, so again, with H-1B cap season, the volumes get higher. I would hate for a client to call or, or a potential transferee and for you or somebody to be like, hey, I can't talk right now. I have 50 paths I have to deal with, right? That should not be the case. It should be, sure, of course I have 20 minutes to answer your question because guess what? The paths are already done or, or whatever else the process is. Absolutely. I think it's a great reminder and something that, we always try to keep in mind at AIRS. Um, that's why we thought, you know, what a great partnership to have with Laborless so we can offload some of these things from our clients and from ourselves. So we know that this is taken care of, that, that compliance aspect is done and we can spend more time answering, you know, any concerns or questions that these employees might have. I think that's a, a great reminder for, for all of us and anyone listening um, that we're always trying to keep the employees and the company's best interests in mind. and. Thank you so much, Roman, for all of your time today and your fresh perspective and for creating Laborless. We really appreciate it. I've, I've enjoyed this talk very much. Thank you, Diana. Thank you to Ayers. I'm, I'm excited to uh, 
keep growing with you guys and, you know, keep building more, more tech to, to serve the industry. Thank you.